are glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. Now, why do you suppose that Abraham, a man that had waited all these years, had been 25 years since God had prophesied or told him that he would have a child before the child ever came. And then he was a hundred years old, and now the lad is about grown, and now he says, go kill your son and offer him as a sacrifice. And Abraham did not hesitate. Now, you have to realize one thing, that since there was no hesitation on Abraham's part, he fully understood the power of that covenant. Blood covenants meant that If anyone fails to fulfill that covenant, it means death to that individual, immediate death. And God knew the covenant, Abraham knew the covenant. He knew that there was no way that he could break that covenant and survive. So he just immediately, he didn't say, oh God, do I have to do this? He just went to doing it, what God told him to do. Now, he gets there. Abraham took the wood and laid it upon Isaac, his son, and he took the fire in his hand and a knife, and they went both of them together. And Isaac spake unto Abraham, his father, and said, My father, and he said, Here am I, my son. He said, Behold the fire and the wood, but where is the lamb for the burnt offering? Now, you know, you can imagine this situation. It's getting tense right here. (laughs) This boy is going with his dad up there, and they got all of the elements except the sacrifice. As far as he concerned, he didn't see any sacrifice. And he asked this question. Now listen to what Abraham says. I'm not sure that Abraham knew exactly what he was saying. Maybe he did. Maybe he knew exactly what he was prophesying here. But listen to it. Verse 8. Abraham said, My son, God will provide himself a lamb. For a burnt offering. So they went both of them together. Now that's exactly what God did. God provided himself as the lamb. They came to the place which God had told him of. And Abraham built an altar there and laid the wood in order. And bound Isaac his son. Laid him on the altar. Upon the wood. And Abraham stretched forth his hand and took the knife to slay his son. And the angel of the Lord called to him out of heaven and said, Abraham, Abraham. And he said, Here am I. He said, Lay not thy hand upon the lad, neither do thou anything unto him. For now I know that thou fearest God, seeing that thou hast not withheld thy son, thine only son, from me. Now you see the situation here. Abraham as far as God's concerned, has done what he asked him to do. Because he bound his son, he's laid him on the altar. Verse 13 says, And Abraham lifted up his eyes and looked, and behold, behind him a ram caught in a thicket by his horns. And Abraham went and took the ram and offered him up for a burnt offering in the stead of his son. And Abraham called the name of the place Jehovah-Jireh, as it is said to this day, the mount of the Lord it shall be seen. And the angel of the Lord called unto Abraham out of heaven the second time and said, By myself have I sworn, saith the Lord, 
For because thou hast done this thing. Notice, God considered that he did it. It was considered and was written down in the records of heaven that Abraham offered his son. Because thou hast done this thing and hast not withheld thy son, thy only son, that in blessing I will bless thee, and multiplying I will multiply thy seed as the stars of the heaven, and as the sand which is upon the seashore, and thy seed shall possess the gate of his enemies. Now this verse 17 is a place to shout. I want to read that again. He said, because you've done this thing, in blessing I will bless thee, and multiplying I'll multiply thy seed as the stars of the heaven, as the sand upon the seashore, and thy seed shall possess the gate of his enemies. And in thy seed shall all the nations of the earth be blessed, because thou hast obeyed my voice. See, it is written, in fact, it's recorded in the book of Hebrews. It says that God received him in a figure. In other words, God considered it done. When he raised the knife, fully intending to kill his son, God considered it done. And it proved Abraham. It proved the covenant. It established and validated the covenant that God made with Abraham. So never in all of eternity could it ever be challenged again that the covenant was valid. Because Abraham offered his own son, his only son. Now let me show you the point. Let's bring it over into the natural realm where you can understand it a little easier. Let's say that some hotel is going to do a $10 million expansion. And they publish in the newspaper that we're letting bids, you know, on Monday morning at 10 o'clock at a certain hotel. And if you want to bid on the job, well, you come and get the forms and you bid. Well, let's say that there's a fellow that used to be in the construction business, but he's got heavy on the bottle and he's lost everything he owned and slept in a boxcar last night. But he gets a paper, and he reads they're letting a bid on a hotel, so he says, I'll just go down there and bid on it. I know how to construct buildings, and so he goes down there and gets him the bid form, and he bids, instead of bidding $10 million, he bids $2 million. Now, there'd be no doubt about it, he'll be the lowest bidder. <laughs> but the bid won't be worth the paper it's written on. You know why? First place... He does not have the financial backing to perform what he says he'll do. And the second place is that he couldn't do it for $2 million. Now, see, the man's bid of $2 million on that building wouldn't be worth the papers written on because he cannot perform it. He could not be bonded. He could not prove he could do it. So it's just a piece of paper. It's worthless. So God was out to prove that Abraham would validate the covenant, that he could perform the covenant, and this was the way to prove it. Now, the thing that most people have never seen, and uh, I think it's vital that we do understand this, the whole plan of redemption hinged on this point right here. Would Abraham obey God? Would he believe God? Would he be obedient to the covenant? Would he validate the covenant? If Abraham refused to offer his son and give his son, then the covenant would be invalid. 
it could not be validated unless both of them would keep it. It had to be proven. If Abraham was not willing to give his son and to prove the covenant, then it was going to be impossible for God to send his son. The whole plan of redemption hinged on what Abraham did here in this thing that God asked him to do. And thank God, Abraham believed God, and it was imputed to him for righteousness. And his seed, he said, here's what God said, because you've done this thing, then your seed will possess the gate of the enemy. Now, to us, that doesn't mean a whole lot. Sometimes we just read that and wonder what it meant. But you see, in those days, if you controlled the gates of a city, they were walled. And if you controlled the gates of that city, you controlled the city. And I mean, you had it. If you controlled the gates, you you had the battle won, man. And so this is what God's saying. That because you've done this thing, then thy seed shall possess the gate of the enemy. Well... We're the seed of Abraham. Galatians 3.29 says, If ye be Christ, then are ye Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. You see, we have the authority to possess the gate of the enemy. We have that authority. Authority delegated to us by the word of God that we have dominion in the earth and subdue the earth and have dominion over it. God had proven the document legal. The blood covenant God made with Abraham was valid and it will stand forever. So God could send his son. God could give his son. Abraham's obedience to the covenant gave God legal entry into the earth to redeem man with his own son, Jesus. The power of validating that covenant was up to Abraham. He was the one that could validate it or cause it to be invalid and stamped void. But thank God he didn't. He validated, he was proven, and he proved the covenant. Now I want us to talk about the thing that that set in motion to bring the seed in the earth. Now when it talks about the seed and over here in Genesis and also in Galatians, the third chapter, It says, and to seed, not seeds as many, but seeds as one, and that seed which is Christ. So the ultimate seed that it's referring to is Jesus. But let's see some things about it now. God has established this thing. He set it in motion. And then it's time for the manifestation of it. And we get into Luke, the first chapter. Let's notice the miraculous conception that brought the seed of the woman on the scene that was to bruise the head of the serpent. See, this was all prophesied. In Genesis, the third chapter, God said that the seed of the woman will bruise the head of the serpent. Well, I trust you've been with us all this week. I trust you've been blessed by the Word of God. I'll remind you that all of this week we have CD offer number 7607, It's entitled, Keys to Understanding the Bible. This is probably one of the most informative series that I ever taught. I taught it years ago in Denver, Colorado. There's six CDs for $43 plus $7 postage and handling, a total of $50. Now, in this series, we give you an overall view of the Word of God 
and share with you keys that will help you understand the Scriptures. You know, so many times people get the idea that, well, you know, the Scripture said this, but did you understand what it really was implying? Did you read it in context? You know, there's people that say, well, you know, the man that went for the bread at midnight, he just kept knocking, he kept knocking, and finally he got the bread. And that's what you got to do. You just got to keep praying the same prayer and just bug God and just keep praying the same prayer until God will get weary with you and he'll finally answer you. No, that's not what that scripture was saying in Luke. It didn't even say the man knocked. See, when you have persistent faith, you ask and you just stand there until you receive. So it's important to understand the intent of what was said in scriptures. Paul said, all the promises of God are yes and amen. Second Peter chapter 1, he says, God has given to us all things that pertain to life and godliness. They belong to us. He's given them to us. Every promise in this book, God has already given it. He doesn't have to do one more thing for it to happen. We have to appropriate what God has already done through his son, Jesus Christ understanding the Genesis account that God created man in his image and his likeness, said, let them have dominion. If you don't understand you have dominion, then you're not going to have dominion over the situation and circumstances of your life. That's offer number 7607. It's entitled, Keys to Understanding the Bible. It's six CDs for $43 plus $7 postage and handling, a total of $50. Toll-free order line is 1-877-396-9400. Until Monday, this is Charles Capps reminding you the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Capps, P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescaps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Caps Ministries and our listeners in this area.